Welcome to the Hyper Sloth Happy Hour with your hosts Zigzag and Rufus, coming to you live from planet Earth, courtesy of Smoking His Records and Global Corp Industries. Now, grab a beer, put your feet up, and get ready for the Hyper Sloth Happy Hour. Hey, 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 listeners, this is Zigzag. I guess Rufus hasn't joined us yet, but I'd just like to say Happy Tuesday to you. Thanks for tuning in. And there he is, the man of the hour, the myth, the man, the legend, Rufus Laskowski. How are you, Rufus? I'm good, I'm good. Sorry I'm late. I had some uh, technical difficulties getting hmm. away. And I was literally, dude, it was just a few seconds late. But uh, Sure as hell seemed like a lot longer than a few seconds. Let me just say that, Rufus. Time without you, like, practically stands oh. still. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean, I know a second with without me is more like a, an hour without me to normal man. <laughs> that's true. And an hour with me to myself is like an eternity. I'm so fucking annoying. Yeah, this is true. I mean, Here's, about me. I'm annoying to myself. I well, I didn't myself. know if you were going to be back for the break. I looked up something. Uh, you know that I have a hate relationship with Billy Corgan. So I looked up Billy Corgan in the news. Yes. And Billy Uh-oh. Corgan is a Donald Trump uh, fan, a big fan of Donald Trump. What do you think about that? How was that? How was that possible? I thought Billy Corgan was supposed to be all artsy fartsy. How in the world is somebody that's artsy fartsy? I just I, that does not compute. I, I can't even finish that sentence. Well, what it turns out, as I think Billy Corgan is kind of a hack. What I'm reading here is that uh, that whole thing that was happening in Russia, it was actually Trump was pissing on Billy Corgan. They were pissing on each other, so they're just kind of big oh, man fans okay. of each other. No, I get it. I, that makes sense. I think that uh, Donald shaved. Uh, Billy's head into what he called a manding strip and then rubbed his balls all across it. They had a good time. Wow. Sounds like that would bring a lot of good luck. <laughs> it's like rubbing a Buddha's head. He rubbed his apple sack <laughs> on top right. of Billy Corgan's shaved dome. <laughs> Nothing brings more good luck than rubbing your testicles on Billy Corgan's shaven head. I know. And then, you know, it's so weird that it's like... Uh, if you ever go to like a famous place where there's a landmark and people like rub the lucky nose or whatever, there's like a lucky spot on Billy Corgan's head that has built up a callus from all the balls being dragged across it. <laughs> Which is cool. It's kind of gritty and like uh, like a scab, so it tickles a little bit. <laughs> well, what's funny is that uh, he had to start charging people to do it just to keep his, his uh, tea shop or whatever his fucking website is afloat. So not as many people are doing it now. <laughs> is that how he funds his 16 hour gigs where he just presses one button on a shitty fucking synthesizer in a coffee shop all day <laughs> and then goes and sits in his car for eight hours you know what we should do a gig where we like push play on a fucking uh, uh, cassette deck and then leave for three hours and and then like go have lunch at Applebee's or something then come back be like yeah it was a great show thanks for coming out I mean that's pretty much what he did well, that's pretty much what all like quote unquote DJs do now, anyways. Except for like leaving, they they stand, they press play on their iPods or iPads, and then like wave their fist in the air like they're right. actually doing something. Well, and no, dude, they got one headphone songs. on and one headphone off. I mean, that's a classic mm. DJ maneuver. That's right. 
so they can hear the crowd cheering about how badass they are at being musicians. Come to find out that a lot of them just uh, just go ahead and put the cheering in to the mix. <laughs> That's right. Well, they have to because the crowd's just kind of standing. <laughs> well, you, they're either standing there or they're so blitzed on LSD they don't even know what's going on. I guess you didn't notice too that there, actually there's a program running that's telling them when to pump their fist, when to like put their hand up on their one earphone, uh, uh, when to point out to the crowd. I mean, cute. there's a lot of stuff that goes into putting on a serious DJ show, dude. It's not all just pushing. You play. know what? What's crazy is. I, I actually like some of that stuff. Like, I like some of Skrillex's stuff, but if you ever see Skrillex, quote-unquote, play live, he's literally just, like, turning a knob and pumping his fist to something he's already recorded, like, six months ago. And there's no creativity or, like, live effort at all. I mean, you're lit- they're literally just replaying their shit and maybe changing the volume here and there or adding a fake record scratch or something. <laughs> well, you know, he actually, Skrillex did one uh, with The Doors. So Skrillex is a Doors fan, so I got a little respect for for Skrillex. But I don't know if you're familiar with this guy, Steve Aoki. Do you know who this fucking idiot is? Uh, you know what? That name sounds familiar, and I can see it. Like, I know I've read the name, but I don't know why. Well, you've probably read the name because his dad is the guy who invented Benihana. But this Steve Aoki guy oh. is, I want to say, quote-unquote famous in his own right for being a DJ, supposedly, and putting on, like, eight shows a day like flying all around the world and then his gimmick is he like throws a big cake at people's faces and i (laughs) believe it or not someone made a documentary about him i'm like what the fuck is this documentary about and i watched like 10 minutes of it was like wow that guy is a fucking annoying jackass he i mean this he obviously when i make my this is the deal when i make my like uh autobiography video or whatever you call that I'm going to do it like him. It's just going to be all about how fucking great I am. But I want other people to say how great I am. Not, I don't want to say it myself. You can, you can hire people like that at the labor hall. Just pick them up one morning and put them in front of a camera for two bucks. You know what? We'll just get a bunch of people from Fiverr to, to have like an interview and say how great I am. I got $60 that, that I'll put so into this documentary right now, dude. Dude, you know how viral that would go if we actually if we just set a, a limit of like two hundred bucks. I bet you could put together a documentary about something that's complete bullshit. Just hiring Fiverr people to like talk to the camera about it like it's real. You, oh my god, you so easily put in some could. Music and some credits. You really could. All a you need is like a killer fucking great. news intro, and then you just have people read their read their lines. I mean, it is it's. That's the ultimate fake news. We should do like a four-screen spread uh, like CNN or somebody does. And what we'll do, dude, is we'll let people tell the truth. So it'll really blow people's minds. Whoa. You can't do that. People can't handle the truth only because they... Only because we've been protected from it for so long. (laughs) We've been protected from the truth. Thank you, government. (laughs) Thank you, government. We're too stupid to know. More money for the rich, less money for the poor. What more do you need to know, really? Hey, the rich got rich because they know how to, to manage their lives, so let's, they should manage my life. That's true. The rich get rich because they entertain, especially the Donald. 
Right. He is. I mean, he's. I wonder what his camera time is. It's, it's so weird, dude. I'll wake up in the morning and it's like I don't even want to check. For a while, I wanted to check my newsfeed to see what kind of fucking stupid thing he did. And now I'm like, I don't even want to fucking check it. I just know there's something fucking retarded on there. So it's now it's gotten depressing. Before yeah, it was entertaining, exactly. before the reality set in. But now that the reality has set in that, that he's right. going to be our president, I'm, I get depressed a lot. Uh, I, I'm not even checking it anymore. I know. Nothing you don't surprises. care. You've got the, the right attitude. Surprises me. I, I can't, dude. What's the point of caring? What you need to set up the next hipster move so hipsters will stop caring too. Then it will be okay to care again. Hipsters only pretend to care. That's what I mean. They're posing to care. Political posers. We just came up with a new word. Ooh. New catchphrase. It's alliterative too, which is cool. <laughs> Maybe I'll make sure this is I'm a political poser. Because in a lot of ways I am, Rufus. <laughs> I would love to. T- I love to talk about politics, but I've been like getting uh, emails and and uh, like uh, texts from Bernie Sanders, not him personally, but like whoever his uh-huh. leader is around here, or whatever, asking me if I would like hold a rally and stuff. And I just I'm too busy really? for that. Yeah. No, I don't have no. time for that. I really don't. But I'm being dead serious. I'm, I'm being dead keep, serious. That's what you get if you give you sixty bucks. You get a politics. T-shirt and you get it put on a list to be harassed. If if you care about politics to the point where somebody wants you to do something, you care too much about politics. Yeah, I just don't have it in me. I don't want to see a lot of people. Now, if they'd be like, "Hey, do you want to talk politics on your radio show?" Like, hell's yes. Yes, I can do that. What's it pay? <laughs> that's what I always ask. <laughs> What's it, what you going to pay me? <laughs> right. That's, that's, that's how we should get guests on the show. I'm learning that in life. That's probably uh, the most important question in life. It's not do I exist. It's what you're going to pay me. Yes. Or what does it cost me? Yeah. No, I never ask that one. I always know that it's double whatever they're going to tell me. Ask- I never ask until it's too late. So tell me about your house hunt. Did you anything exciting to you happen to you on your trip to Texas? <sighs> no, not really. Wait, we've checked out two places, one last weekend and one the weekend before, and they neither one is going to work out. Uh, the first house, the house itself was fucking badass, dude. It was great. And it had two acres, but it was still in kind of like a neighborhood and the town that it was close to was just a depressing fucking rundown piece of shit town. I mean, it was just... Go, why don't you go ahead and name that t- town live it. on the show? Clarksville, Texas. Clarksville. Disgusting place. Taking the last train to Clarksville. But, look, I do have to, I have to give a shout out here. In fact, well, I'll get into the, into the details here in a second. We decided to eat before leaving Clarksville, but being a shithole that has no real restaurants, only fast food joints, so we stopped at Sonic, and we ate on the quote-unquote patio, which is, you know, where you get out of your car and you eat there in uh, the steel park benches that they have there, or the the picnic tables, I mean. The, The dude at the Sonic 
was a uh, African American gentleman, name of Trey. He was possibly the nicest fast food employee I've ever encounter- encountered in my forty two fucking years on this planet. I mean, he was the coolest, nicest, most helpful guy. So much so that, despite Clarksville sucking, I actually wrote a letter to Sonic Corporate, like saying this guy was great a fucking customer service guy. Give him a raise. How does so, uh, how does one go, b- move to go about getting a rec- uh, a letter of recommendation from Rufus? What what was so special about Trey? Well, just the fact that he he cared, said he <laughs> cared about my order. Did he? He came out later with this. He, he came out later with this this thing. It was like a, a specially made tray full of nothing but condiments. And he came out and said, would, would you like any condiments? He's talking to my whole family, you know? Not just to the um, man at the table? I'm, I'm, no, no, no. He, well, he tried to speak to my wife, and I, I slapped him on the back <laughs> I was going to say, this but, is uh, the South. Was he properly <laughs> calling you Massa? Or was he just talking to you like you were a regular person? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I looked at him and said, why don't you go get me some cotton? no. <laughs> He was very polite, very nice, and uh, I was pleased with that. But the, the house being great, the town was shit. Didn't like where the house was. The second place we looked at last weekend, the property was fucking awesome. It's four acres in the country, but the house had been a little bit misadvertised. It was technically, by square footage, bigger than our current house, but it was laid out in such a weird bullshit way that, like... One of the quote-unquote three bedrooms was just a closed-in chunk of the porch that you had to walk through <laughs> one of the bedrooms to even get to. So we ruled that place out. Well, that place and, uh, is a lot like the place that have, you ended up the first time when you moved to Arkansas, though, right? It was just kind of a piece-together room built onto some trailer, oh, yeah. right? It was pieced-together, but it was big, and even though... Terribly faulty. Uh, at least each room was its own dedicated room that you could access independently. Um, right, walking through someone's so, bedroom to have, get to your bedroom could make for some awkward situations, yeah. for uh, especially if you're a teenage boy. <laughs> oh, sure, exactly. But we're eyeing another place, and we're going to see how that one goes. Now, uh, where, where was the last place in Texas? Are you guys looking at a certain vicinity? In Texas, or is it just like wherever in Texas is fair game? As long as it's not West Texas, it's cool. So central, north, east, not too far south. I, I don't don't want to be on the Mexican border, of course. Um, mostly northeast or east. The next place is in uh, Livingston, which is not too far from Houston, and it's it's a really nice property. But you know, you never know it until you get there. Right, that's a long way to travel just to turn. You, you stayed the night the one time. Have you been staying the night every time you go? No, the the first one was only three hours away. So we went. We took a three hour drive, hung out there for about two, and drove three hours back. the The second place, we we did stay the night. Yeah. Now you think that the can you do you think anybody on the when they build the border wall will have a projection TV and people can just like sit in their backyards and watch television on the on the wall itself? Will that be legal? Uh, it should be legal. That'd be cool on both sides of the wall. 
I mean, technically, you know, if the government, I have to figure somehow if they build the wall on your property, you become responsible for the fucking wall in a way. You know what I mean? You have to clean it. Right. You have to wash you, it. You have to. You probably weed eat. You got to patch it up. Weed eat next to the wall. Oh, I, that, I don't even like weed eating my little bit of yard. Would not want to weed eat next to the wall. No. Well, the good thing is, is you could just bring somebody over the wall to do it for you. you oh, that's have true. To send them back, of course, and then throw them back. You see where they found that catapult? Yeah. They're just gonna like get a bigger catapult. I mean, <laughs> he's gonna like try to build the wall to the moon. <laughs> what are they? Who was were that? Was they, that the Tower of Babel? People? Well, wait, wait, you got to get into this catapult more. What catapult? Was it to send drugs over? <laughs> yes, yes, they had a catapult where they're just shooting, they're like slinging drugs over the fucking border, like 50 pounds at a time. <laughs> Think about this. They, I That's was reading this article, they have a van. They have a van, Rufus, with a cannon in the back, like you would see on the A-Team, I'm guessing, in a weird way, like some homemade van. Imagine the A-Team van, and you drive it, and the top is open, and there is a giant air cannon in it that, like, like, shoots things over the fucking border. I mean, how, you know they've tried a person. If If I saw that in a movie, I would think, this is a shitty fucking movie. That's insane, but that's real. (laughs) That is real. Welcome to real life. It's worse than a shitty movie. You know, you ever wonder, I was thinking about this, maybe it's a good thing that Bernie Sanders didn't get elected because he probably would have been assassinated by now by some psycho or the, you know, the government or big business or someone would have got to him. What do you think on that? Uh, Yeah, possibly. I'm surprised Trump hasn't yet. I mean, some of these lefties are pretty fucking off their fucking rails, that's for sure. I wouldn't be surprised if there's an attempt made on his life. Oh, I sure. wouldn't either. I'm not condoning it. Of course. But I think it'd be a great way to make you famous. I, I think if you do that, dude, I will support you 100%, like I had said in the previous show. I will be behind you all the way. I'm not No, I I'm, I'm not going to do that. That's no, that's not what I'm saying. Rufus hereby declares that he's not going to assassinate the president. <laughs> Does he he doth declareth that he will not assassinate the president. Uh, declareth here unto thee, yes. Luckily, uh, Rufus has very little motivation for doing stuff like hurting people, just like Zigzag does. We'll talk about it. We'll just never yeah, get around it really to doing comes it. Down to l- laziness. Oh yeah, I'd love to hurt people. It's just God, it's so much fucking work. Have you seen, did you see that Kanye has his new uh, his new line of clothing out? Uh, yeah, of course. I'm all up into Kanye. <laughs> right, I know that you are. There, it's a whole line of nothing but designer straight jackets, which I thought was kind of interesting. <laughs> Is that right? <laughs> yes. I are you being serious or, or joking? <laughs> oh, no, I know. There's the scary part, right? I could have been being serious there, but I was. <laughs> I know. I was actually just making a joke. But now, obviously, when Kanye hears the show, here comes the uh, designer straight jackets. Oh yeah. Wonder who invented the straight jacket. I mean, what? 
Why is it called the straight jacket, really? It should be like the arms wrapped around the back jacket, right? That would, yeah, that would be a much more accurate name. But would straight jacket is definitely not accurate. That makes no fucking sense. <laughs> would, would you? Oh, you know what? In a weird way, I would like to try on a straight jacket. What if it straight jacket's like super comfortable? It's like I, giving yourself a hug. That's how they get people into it. It's like, hey, buddy, get in this straight jacket and give yourself a hug for the next six and a half weeks. You know, I bet it probably would be comfortable. It'd probably be good for like falling asleep and shit until you get that. If you get an itch, anywhere, oh, I know. Fuck, I think that would drive you more more insane than whatever they put the jacket on you for. In the first <laughs> right, place, and that's why people and are crazy and they don't even know it. They're just like they ha- they're itching and they can't get to them. What if your nose itch? What if you had allergies and you were in a straight jacket? Oh, fuck. Have you ever had one of those crazy itches that just appear out of nowhere, like on the bottom of your foot or the top of your foot? <laughs> yes. Yes, I have. And you're, usually you're driving when it happens, and you're like stomping your fucking foot on the floorboard. I like to think that's my guardian angel tickling me, Rufus. <laughs> that's why I scratch my nuts a lot. My guardian angel is a twenty-two-year-old chick. You know what I noticed? <laughs> when, when you, if if you've ever watched a porno, have you ever watched a porno, Rufus? And this may oh, have never. happened to no. you in real life too. I don't know. I don't know about your sexual prowess, but anytime anyone says "come for me," are you? Is anybody ever really yeah. came for someone else? I mean, I'd like to think that coming is like the most like. Uh, selfish thing you could do. I don't think anybody's ever come in like, are you happy now? I just fucking came for you. Take that. Uh, no. I've Those words have never been uttered to me, and I'm sure they've only ever been uttered at the behest of a director in a porn video. Now, how about shoot it in me, I mean, baby? What is the benefit? Has, has anyone ever said that to you? No, no, or uh, you know, squirt on my face or anything like that. No, I've, I've, I've never had any of those dem- requests. I'll say no, I've had, never. I've had, I Usually actually had a chick say, "Shoot is, it in is, me, why baby." Why did you do that? And I immediately fucking went limp. I'm like, whoa, this chick's trying to get pregnant. What is this chick's damage? She obviously has daddy issues. You know, it's just like the "shoot it in me, baby." Was a turnoff for me for some reason. I know some guys out there probably would enjoy it. Some guy jacking off in front of a computer probably loves it when someone says, shoot it in me, baby. But when it happens to you in real life, it just, it, it kills the mood. Let's just say that. I can see that. It's never happened, but yeah, I can see that being like, that's that's like what they call breaking the fourth wall. You know, whenever the, like the guy in the movie turns to the camera and, you know, says some stupid thing like, you're watching a movie. Right. Kind of fucking forget it. And, uh, yeah, no, I, I have had the, why did you shoot it in me? <laughs> right. Yeah. Those are the best fucking pornos. Have you ever seen one of those? I think they're called cream pie surprise. I mean, I almost wish there was a real one because <laughs> it's really obvious when a porno actress is trying to act that she's upset that someone came in her pussy for like the fifth time that day. It just doesn't play well. I think if you really had, they should do uh, like a an undercover porno show where like something like that happens, or you like have sex with someone, then tell them that you have AIDS. 
right afterwards. Just as like a prank show, like a sex oh prank show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> and you know what would be funny if like a chick they had sex and the chick and then like the chick goes to the bathroom. It could be like a carbonaro effect. Like you have they have a dude have sex with a chick, she goes to the bathroom and comes back like eight and a half months pregnant. And then goes back to the bathroom, like comes out <laughs> holding a baby. Oh my god! Tell me, there's not a real skit in there somewhere. There is. You, you should pitch that to Carbonaro effect. <laughs> I should. Do you ever watch the Carbonaro effect? I do, and the new season starts pretty soon, huh? Pretty oh, does excited. it really? I know it's so I interesting. Saw a lot of commercials about it today. It's so interesting to watch that because I never know when it's on. So it's like one of those things that I don't catch like every episode, but I've seen every episode twice somehow. But there's like still episodes I haven't seen. Does that make sense? No, that makes it. That's kind of how I see it too. I mean, I don't have a DVR. I never plan to watch it. But when it when I'm flipping around and it's on, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm gonna watch that. Lucky for you, when it's on, it's on for like three and a half hours straight. Yeah, we're so like diners, drive-ins, and dives. That... Oh my god, that that's practically its own channel. <laughs> really, it is. Diners, drive-ins, and dives. The marathon is constantly fucking on somewhere. You know what though? It's the, still the best fucking show because it's actually different people actually cooking shit for you because. Really, the Food Network is no longer a cooking channel at all. You never see anybody cooking on there. Maybe Saturday morning. You know, you can't call yeah, yourself a cooking not show. cooking in a way that, like... It's within that show, like, Chopped. In a way that teaches you something. Right. I mean, they don't do that yeah. anymore. Because they're too busy, like, teaching... They're showing people that are the worst cooks in America. Have you seen that show? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right, and you're not. Are you learning anything watching that? Dude, Other than how stupid people are, I can't watch that. Sh- I, I I can't even get get to that point. I can't watch that show because Anne Burrell's hair is so <laughs> fucking obnoxious. I'm angry the entire time I'm watching that show, only because I every time I see her hair, I'm like, that is unfucking necessary. Stop doing that with your fucking hair, bitch. The show's about food, not about your goddamn hair. I can't stand her goddamn hair. I can't. You know, honestly, I can't stand Ann Burrell because if you've ever watched her, she fucking talks down to people. Like, she's so fucking great or something. She was what? All she was was Mario Batali's, like, rag girl. You know, and that's how she got famous. She, like, is not legitimate. I I didn't know that, but you're right. She is kind of condescending. How long until one of those people's like takes one of those super sharp knives and just like cuts her into like a nice even fillet and take it to Rachel Ray and be like, "Is this good, Rachel?" <laughs> it's Anne Burrell tartare. <laughs> you know, I used to have respect for Rachel, but I've lost respect for her too. Sadly enough, she used to have a cooking show. Wait. Yeah, she used to have a real cooking show with 30-minute meals was at least right. one of them. And it was good. Dude, I own two 30-minute meal cookbooks. 
believe it or not. I bet they're awesome. Have you used them? Are they good? Well, you know what? My wife used them all the time. Before we before we found out about five-minute meals where you just drive through a fucking drive through at McDonald's. <laughs> That's true. It's hard to beat a five-minute meal or even a, a ten-minute meal that you take out of a Totino's box. Dude, let me tell you what is so annoying. Speaking of Totino's, dude, fuck Totino's. That's what I'm saying from now on. Fuck Totino's. Gino's brand. We're going Gino's brand because... Totino's for the second time. I, I had a Totino's today, and it is horrible. They changed their packaging. They made their their pizzas square, right? Which makes sense. But for some reason, Ugh, dude, yeah. they they have like skimped on the cheese and everything. It, it's just like a hunk of bread with. And for some reason, it burns every time. It fucking burns. It's so gross. Really, like spicy burns or like no burns? No, like you cook it, and I cook it for the right amount of time, but the top of the fucking pizza just looks burnt and disgusting. I actually have a picture of it on my phone. Mm. I'll, I'll have to send it I see. to you. I see. I, I thought you meant like it burns in the mouth. So we we discussed this in depth before, and and Geno's came up. Is there a reason that you're? You're celebrating Geno's now. Did you try Geno's and Louis the Totino's? And you, you know what? I did. Or you just? I did, and I'm going to say one thing about Geno's. Their pizza is still round, okay? Which is the shape of a fucking pizza, okay. Totino's people. I don't know if you know that or not. But That's and it was it was like start, it tasted yes. just like an old Totino's. They're like I think that Geno's oh, just went. You know man. what? We used to be the Totino's knockoff. Now we're just Totino's because Totino's decided to change. You know, I bet, I bet a lot of the chefs that work at Totino's, whenever they got the orders to change their bullshit, they're like, "Fuck it, we're going to Geno's." I bet they did. Uh, and you can tell, dude. You can tell the taste is in the the uh, the trip. That that the taste is in the test or some shit like that. I don't know if you can tell, Rufus. I'm super tired today. <laughs> I am so tired today. You ever have one of those days where you just like feel like you can't get started? <sighs> Dude, I, actually, it's it's weird you say that because I'm fucking beat down. I've been tired all day. Had a headache all day. You know, there's like this serious flu going around where I live, where people they're like half of the school was out with the flu. They actually. Oh wow! Canceled school one day. God damn! Because of the flu, dude. Tell me, do you do you have like an awkward moment that you can think of? Like the world's. Think of your most awkward moment. Can you remember one? Uh, an awkward moment. I know I have plenty, but you're you're asking me to like come inside you now. Now I can't think of. I, I, paralyzed <laughs> i paralyzed you with a question of awkward moments <laughs> i was thinking about like awkward moments the other day for some reason i, I don't even know why but i was the, my most awkward moment that i can remember is when we lived in austin and i got this job at the place called the the brick oven restaurant on 33rd street yeah and uh it was my first day there right and i'm meeting everybody blah 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 they're like hey this is so and so hey this is jennifer she works in the She's a waitress. This is Billy. This is blah, blah, blah. And this chick comes up, and she's pretty cute, and her fucking nipples are sticking straight out, right? Like, hard. Her nipples are sticking out hard. Cool. And 
she walks away and i'm sitting here with these two other dudes who are cooks right like myself and you know how cooks are or you, you know we try to keep it loose and i'm like damn who's that chick she sure yeah. has nice nipples and the dude <laughs> fucking standing uh, there goes that's my fiance i was like oh man what yes oh how did you recover that was a little awkward i just said good work dude nice nice nipples you hitting that i'm like you spraying man milk on those he was good with it now you know what you make a good point though shouldn't that be a compliment between dudes that should be a total compliment that shouldn't be awkward at all i'd be like oh yeah thanks man like damn dude that bitch looks like she could swallow a load of cum good job it's no different They'd be like, those rims on that car are fucking nice. Oh, that's my car. No shit. Sweet. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. I'm like, how often are you polishing those nipples, dude? They're looking good. <laughs> <laughs> you spraying them down with armor all. <sighs> so that was that was an awkward first meeting on all levels, pretty much. Mm. Luckily, the guy was a douchebag, so after a while, I didn't really give a fuck. Then he ended up quitting. Probably because he found out I was banging his girlfriend. Or fiance. <laughs> oh, is that true? No, but it could have been. If I had worked a little harder. If I would have cared. <laughs> no, but it could have been. If that, Knowing that that guy was in there ruined it for me. After, after he said that's my fiance, I'm like, oh man, she's damaged on all kinds of levels. Yeah, that's true. But she did have nice nipples. The funny thing is, dude, is it was... I think I must have done something to her. Like, she got sexually charged for me because it was very hot in the brick oven restaurant, yet her nipples were sticking out right directly really? pointed at me. Does that mean anything? Was I? Did I miss a signal? Uh, oh, the... Well, she was actually turned to the left, but they were pointing. They had, like, moved... Like to point at you, right? Right. It's like she she started talking to me, saying hello, and her nipples immediately got hard and were pointing at me. Did you move around? You know, sometimes how it looks like a painting's eyes, <laughs> right? Are you. Did you check? Did you move back and forth to make sure that they were really pointing? at you? You know what? I never could tell because then, from then on, it always seemed like her nipples were watching me. It was one of those things where I just was like, "Oh, they're watching me." <laughs> Oh, that'd be such a great scene in a Hypersloth movie. <laughs> so I tried to stay behind her so her nipples couldn't see me. <laughs> wow, they had a mind of their own. They did. They were definitely attracted to me. She was not. Her nipples were telling another story. <laughs> oh, my God. So you don't have any awkward moments like that at all, dude. I have tons, but I can't think of them on the on the spot. I mean, I'm, I know I do because they haunt my dreams. But when you just ask me, you gotta. If you had told me yesterday, think of an awkward thing to talk about on the show, I could have come up with. I could fill two hours, dude. I, I had the now. worst. It's too much pressure. Nightmare last night. I fell asleep watching this stupid documentary, not even a documentary, some stupid show, basically on how uh, Courtney Love had Kurt Cobain killed. Have you seen this? I think it's called Washed in Bleach or something like that. 
Have you seen this show? I have not seen it, but I, I have not. But I'm aware of it, and I I, I kind of know the the theory behind it. The whole deal is, I mean, obviously Courtney Love is totally fucking nuts. Did she have him killed or no? I don't. I don't think so. I think that this guy just put a bunch of tape because he taped like every conversation he had with uh, Courtney Love during. He was he was actually looking for Kurt in the two days or three days he was missing before they found his dead body, and he kind of tried to make it into this conspiracy thing. I'm sure just to sell a fucking hmm. you know try to make a ton of money. But he was giving her way too much credit. I just think she was just a fucking stupid junkie who was totally self-involved and just didn't really give a shit where Kurt Cobain was. I definitely don't think, just from the little I know, that she could orchestrate some sort of, like, you know, planned hit. Right. Uh, I could, you know, I could see her in in a drug-addled phase just grabbing a shotgun and blowing somebody's head off. But I definitely don't think that she's the conspiracy type, only because of the brain power necessary to do something like that. <laughs> here's here's the funny thing: this guy was saying in her case that he would go visit her in her like she was staying in a hotel in L.A. or whatever, and he would go visit her, and she would sit there in like her nightgown and stuff with her legs wide open and shit, while him and like two other dudes are in, inside there interviewing her. I'm like Jesus Christ, she's fucking disgusting. Wow. Yeah, I, I guess that's disgusting. Well, it's it's disgusting if it's Courtney Love, that's for sure. That's true. Otherwise, it's quite charming. <laughs> Have you seen this footage of her, like, <clears throat> playing? Some guy uh, was working the board at some show, and she was really rude to him, so he, like, took her... He isolated her track... And released it on YouTube. Have you seen this? Really? You have to see this. No, we have I'm to not. watch that now live on the show. Let's see if we can find it. Well, find it. I- Courtney Love. Isolated. That's not going to help, is it? Isolated track. Let's see if that comes up. Yeah, here it is. It was the first thing that came up. How fucking crazy is that? Uh-oh. Have you seen it? You would just want to hear it. Yeah, no, I've, I've never heard of this before. All right, here we go. This is just her live track. Oh. I'm all I want to be. I walk a sky. That dude, is it me or does it sound like she's hurting that guitar? I feel sorry for the guitar. <laughs> is she playing that guitar? Yeah. I thought somebody was dropping it. <laughs> oh my god, isn't that amazing? That is terrible. That goes to show you how much talent uh, it takes to be a fucking rock star. 
uh, like that for sure. <laughs> oh my god! It, I don't yeah. even think it, was that, that guitar even in the it, was it, it takes even to tuned? Be Kurt Cobain's wife. No, it didn't sound too. It sounded like it sounded dropped, like somebody was dropping it, and they kept trying to pick it up, but kept kicking it with their foot before they could reach it. I would love to see because I'm guessing. I've never watched the whole thing, but I'm guessing like at the end, he probably plays like the whole band playing together, and you can't even hear her. You know what I mean? Obviously, you can't hear that. You can't hear the guitar. Kind of what they did right. to Sid Barrett in uh, in Pink Floyd, right? Didn't they just unplug his guitar at some point? I th- I think so. I mean, he became pretty deranged and shit, right? Because I mean, he they got rid of him. Yeah, they did. After a while, they did. He ate too much acid, mate. He used to put it in his hair cream. He did. <laughs> Is that right? That's why Red, mate. Wait, I don't. Am I? Am I fucking from uh, England or am I Australian? I, I can't even fucking tell. It's I, I can't even tell when we're talking about real people from Australia or England. It, that's all fake news. People that people don't exist outside of the United States. We know that now. Of course, or they shouldn't. <laughs> they they won't eventually. We'll just empire the whole world. <laughs> That's right. If we have anything to say about it, it's crazy. I mean, you know, they get. I just. I would love to see. I wish like a little, uh, a little tiny country. Like, what is a super small country? Name a super duper tiny. What's that tiny country? Country in between France and Spain. Isn't there a tiny country there? Portugal. No, not that big. Even tinier. Like one of those countries it's like a small city. Like Monaco or somewhere. Yeah, yeah Monaco. There you go. Or uh, Macedonia. <laughs> what if they like decided to come in like in middle American Iowa and build a fucking military base? <laughs> that would be hilarious. You think that we would even try to stop them? Or you think they'd just be like, hey, we're just buying this piece of property and we're going to park a bunch of tanks and fucking airplanes and, you know, some people are going to live there. I mean, that's kind of what we do throughout the world. Don't mind us. But if you try to do that, if you try to do that here yourself, i.e. like start your own militia. Then you're fucked. Like if you and I like got like we want to start the hyper sloth uh, army. And we started like stockpiling weapons and like built a fence around a twenty-two acre compound. I mean, you know, they'd come in and destroy us. They would call you David Koresh. I remember where I was when that Koresh, exactly. when that whole thing went down, where they burned him up. I was sitting at the bar at the tavern at Twelfth and Lamar in Austin, Texas, for like the six hours that that whole thing went down, drinking beer. Really? So it was like a normal day for me little different for david koresh and the branch davidians i was there in spirit and now i i understood that that was a big consp- not conspiracy that's not the word a big uh what the fuck the big to do like it's still apparently clouded in mystery and it's a scandal like wh- i mean obviously there were fucked up people that had fucked up intentions right 
You know, but something about how we went in there and blew it up and burned it down was wrong. But I, I'm not sure. It seems wrong to me, but I, I don't know the details. I was well. The life. Let me put it this way: shit. the Lifetime movie paints it one way, and then uh, this this like the Cinemax movie paints it a whole another way. There's a Cinemax movie. Yeah, oh, dude, you haven't seen the David Koresh tail i don't know what it's called exactly but he was quite charming let me tell you and and seemed like popular with the ladies well don't you have to be to lead a cult i you know what you do it you know what that's like calling a band a cult you know what i mean because think about there's the kiss army what if gene simmons decided to get a bunch of fucking people together and get them guns and, like, start to try to overthrow the government. <laughs> well, if it was the... If, if Gene Simmons decided to do that, you'd have to buy the guns from Gene Simmons. Well, of he'd, course. He'd sell them to you. And they'd all, all have a KISS logo on them. <laughs> of course. Like those guitar strings. The, the invisible guitar strings. <laughs> that is a guy... I, you'd, I mean, you'd, you'd I don't want to say marketing genius, but... Nah. That's that's pretty fucking. I liked it. I I could dig that. Yeah, that's, I think he's a smarmy motherfucker. But I gotta say that I I do like him. I loved his show, Family Jewels. I thought it was great. You just because you like Tracy Tweed or Shannon Tweed? That's her name, right? One of the first babes I ever saw naked in a Playboy was Shannon Tweed. Her and her sister, right? Her and Tracy. I I only remember I only remember Shannon Tweed. Well, I'm telling you right now, they were together. The sister, the sisters were, and it, and I remember that exact uh, Playboy. And man, it was a good one. It was definitely a good one. Wow. I gave her quite a few cream pie si- cream pie surprises. Let's just put it that way. <clears throat> is that right? <laughs> Yes, yes it is. And I'm surprised I did not embrace <laughs> that little kid Nick might be my he might be my son for all I know. <laughs> he could be. He looks like you. <laughs> he does a little bit. You're right. No, I don't I don't mind Gene. Gene can be a little smarmy though for sure. But Gene's Gene, he's Jewish and he'll tell you. You know what? That's just how Jewish people are. Oh yeah. Yeah, he's not shy about it. I had a buddy in Austin who was Jewish. My brother-in-law is Jewish. I mean, I don't have anything against Jewish people. But my my friend uh, in Texas would, like, he would use being Jewish as, like, an excuse to not fucking pay for anything. You know me, dude. I'm Jewish. Are you serious? No, that was, like, his go-to. Oh, come on. I'm being dead serious. Or if he, like, ripped you off on a bag of weed or something, he'd be like, dude, you know I'm Jewish. Just like a total excuse. Oh my god! What what goes on over there on the left bank in Israel and and all that shit? Why does why does America care about that so much? Just out of curiosity, do you have any idea? <clears throat> I have no idea, dude. I have no. I do not understand any of that at all. Uh, at all, I really don't. I don't either. And I've tried. I've tried to read about it. I've tried to watch TV shows about it, and I still. Don't understand it. I really don't understand it. And I'm, I'm not saying that I'm a super smart person, 
but I mean, I like to see say if I get the cliff notes on something, I I can uh, I can understand it. But this shit just boggles my mind. <clears throat> I mean, I I think, and man, this is a a simplified retard version that I could only come up with right now. I think the reason that we have to maintain some sort of relationship with Israel is because it's the only place in that whole region which is constantly fucked. It's always in stupid fucking turmoil. And everyone except Israel hates America. So we've got to be like, please, Israel, keep loving us. Because if you don't, then absolutely everyone over there fucking hates us and we'll never be able to get oil I, it, I think it has something to do with that does israel they don't even have oil do they it has something to do with saudi arabia well, it's, it's right right but i mean it's israel is like our doorway into that whole fucking area right <clears throat> but it israel is the only country i think that likes us or tolerates us everybody else is all the whole uh, death to america crowd you know, constantly shouting that. But I don't know. I really don't know the whys. Like I said, that's a retard version. I'm just kind of making that up as I go along. <laughs> yeah, I, I really can tell. And I think it's probably political bullshit. I just wonder why we invest like so much money and shit in going going over there and and trying to tell them do we care if it's two country or two states or one state or whatever. I mean, I just. Someone needs to make an infographic about what the fuck is going on over there so I can understand <clears> that. Yeah, that whole shit with Palestine and is it a country or is it a people or is it a territory and why do they fuck? I don't. That whole region, dude, needs to grow the fuck up <laughs> and like evolve into the 21st century to begin with. But I don't know what that has to do with us. I mean, we should just like pull out. And just let those guys fuck all their shit up until they're all dead, and then go over there and you know make a mall and a, a movie theater and modernize the place. Well, I think we tried that, and for some reason they they can't wrap their heads around. It. I think maybe we gave them too much too soon. I mean, they've been fighting over there for what like five thousand years, and we're like, here now there's cell phones, and we just blew their minds, and they're like, wow, right now we can really fight. Now we can throw yeah, no. cell phones at each other. <laughs> well, you see cell phones to spread our Islamic extremist propaganda to everyone and recruit a bigger army. I wonder if it's long distance to call from Jerusalem to Damascus. Uh, you can get buy a card at 7-Eleven. <laughs> because you? obviously the guy working at 7-Eleven is, is from one of those places. <laughs> right. So. He has black market Damascus cards. How annoying would that be if you like you live on the border of France and you're calling Spain and you get like charged international rate, even though it's like ten feet away? <laughs> I don't. Does that happen? I think isn't that what the EU is about? Is it like kind of makes all those countries behave like states? Because I know you don't need a passport to go between like countries within the EU. Just like you don't have to go from you need a passport to go from. Colorado, where you're at, to uh, Arkansas. What about Brexit? What are your feelings on Brexit? Uh, they're, they're really hard for me to articulate because I don't give two shits about it or even understand 
what the fuck's going on with I don't fucking know, man. I, you know, I don't I don't understand Brexit either because I guess they're just not going to use the same money as the rest of Europe. Is that the only difference? I guess it is, but I I don't know. But I think it's it's not about using that money. Then they have to go. The pound becomes its own thing again, and it becomes devalued against the euro. <laughs> right, like so, it did last time. I'm, I'm making shit up. I can't. I can't even fucking pretend to pretend like I know what I'm talking about. I have no idea. I think they were too busy listening to Billy Corgan over over there during the Brexit. They should rub their testicles on his skull cap for good luck. <laughs> the problem is, like, they expect that Brexit is going to change something. Just like the people who voted for Donald Trump thought he was going to fucking change something. But the deal is, nothing's going to change. The only thing that's going to change is probably the iPhone will get a bigger screen or something. That's more likely to change in pretty much anything yeah. in the way the world runs. What iPhone do you have? I have the iPhone six plus. I got one that I got. I got the one screen? they named after my penis, the six plus. Oh, six centimeters. <laughs> yes, it's a, it's the so ultra like small screen. It's the size of a postage stamp. Your right. iPhone. And I poke it with my own personal meat stylus. It's very small and pointy. <laughs> meat. meat stylus. That's a great name for a band. <laughs> You've never heard of meat stylus? Well, I've heard They're of a hardcore stylus. band out of Oakland. Meat stylus. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Oakland. They, they are now. They will be by next week after someone listens to the show. Yeah, I'm sure. So what else is going on in your life, Rufus? Why the sudden decide why why are you decided to pull up roots? Can we get into that into in the uh the VIP part of the show? Why don't we save that for the VIP? Yeah, it's simple and boring, but I'll, I'll explain it. You know, but it's gonna have to do with like tax reasons and stuff like that. Is that correct? Yeah. Will yes, you walk us through the correct. tax laws? Ninety seconds. No. You I don't understand the tax laws. I just understand what's coming out of my wallet. Right. You're well, you're one of the lucky ones like me. I get so sick of hearing people saying I'm getting a like a $4200 check back or whatever. I mean, theoretically if you're taking Dude, out I the right amount of money this- or if you have a job, like I don't have a regular job. I'm self-employed. But if you're taking out the proper amount of money, you shouldn't owe anything or get anything back, right? Or am I wrong no. about that? You're not. You're not wrong. You're right, and I'll t- that leads me into a story that I'll say for the VIP section. That it's completely separate from why we're moving, but it, it's it it has a relation to it, and I'll I'll get into that in a few minutes. A second, few seconds, forty four seconds till Rufus gets to his story, folks. So hold on to your hat. Sounds like it's going to be quite a doozy. It's got him wanting to pull up stakes from Arkansas, where he just newly purchased a new home and head back to texas it sounds like sounds like a real thriller rufus and i can't wait to hear what you have to say about it but uh we'll catch it catch that story right after this short break 
And we're back. Rufus, how are you? We are back. Oh, I'm good. How are you? I'm great. Thanks for asking. And let's jump right back into what we were talking about there, Rufus. And uh, why don't you tell us why you're thinking about moving from the great state of Arkansas back to the great state of Texas? Well, my friend, taxes are a bitch. Um, we're paying way too much in state taxes, state income taxes coming right out of my check. Right. And on top of that, they have a bunch of other weird taxes and strange little penalties they hit you with for all kinds of bullshit. That's a pretty straightforward answer. Texas has no state income tax, so I just pay federal and we're done with it. But there's, there's no workaround, surely... You could get like set up some some kind of thing in Texas where you just have direct deposit in Texas and then somehow live in Arkansas and don't have to pay income tax. Well, I I have an employer and they got to cut my check for their own tax reasons based on where I live, and so no. Not but even they can't even do a PO a box. Fucking story. Well, I could do a PO box, I guess, but. I, I'll just move to Texas and yeah, that'll probably that's probably cheaper than a PO box. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> sure. Are, are you my friend or my enemy here? What the hell? You're supposed <laughs> to be supporting my decisions. All right, well, tell me. So, what were you going to say? Sorry for I so rudely cut you off. <laughs> we got uh, a letter from the uh, IRS. The Arkansas IRS, you know, because they have their own division since right. they have state income tax, they said, oh, you owe $10,000 for unpaid state income taxes for 2013. Because you didn't file them? Then the next, pa- then the next page said, and you owe $10,000 for 2014. Here's the thing. We didn't move here until the end of 2014. We'd never set foot in Arkansas before the end of 2014. So they're just throwing darts. There's no way we could owe... Yeah, so $20,000 is what they say we owe for 2013, where we never lived here, and 2014, where we didn't move until the end. And they were about to like do some serious shit, like garnish wages and like put liens on stuff. Really? And... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, and... They, we had to prove to them that we didn't live here. And I was like, are you fucking kidding? We have to prove to you. Why don't you prove to me why you think I owe you this money? They sent no proof at all. You know, They sent a letter, you owe this much for 2013. Right. Not, Here's why. They sent no documentation showing that we lived here in 2013 because obviously it doesn't exist. So luckily after a, a lot of fucking headaches and work that we shouldn't have had to gone through anyway they dismissed all that and now we still owe them like a thousand dollars despite the fact that every one of my paychecks has had state arkansas tax deducted still a thousand bucks is you know a hell of a lot better than twenty thousand dollars well yeah that's how like they- said, that, that doesn't play a role in why we want to move it's fucked up that's how they trick you though now they're like you know what couple days ago you owed us 20 grand now you only owe us a grand isn't that a relief mm-hmm. and you're like sure that sounds fucking great yeah even though i had you know 600 bucks a month taken out of my check 
The oh, real really? deal is, though, dude, they, they do have to prove it. You don't have to not prove it when it comes down to it. If it really was going to go in front of a board and stuff, they have to prove that you owed the money. But as usual, they... You know, I think... Slide of hand makes I them the winner. That's why they... I think that's why they, they folded, because my wife... You know, she doesn't work, so she's all about this shit. And she's like, I will fucking drive up there with all this fucking paperwork. You show me your paperwork. And if it doesn't match up, I fucking win. And that's when we got the letter that's like, oh, no, you're fine. Right. No, I've had that. I've had that happen to me before, dude. I've been audited so many times just because I'm so fucking employed, I think. You know what I mean? They need to make yeah. sure that, you know, they want everybody to work for a big company where they can take out all the money. And they're like, yeah, we can get our hands right on the money. You know, they want mm-hmm. for a self-employed person. They want you to pay an estimated income tax. Have you ever heard of this? What? Where no. I'm supposed to tell them? I'm not even for this year. For next year, they want me to, to tell them how much I think I'm going to make, and then I get to cut them a check for twenty five percent of it in advance. That is fucking sick. Yeah, it's insane. And then if I don't make that much, they'll send me some money back, supposedly. But if I do, if I make more than that, I got to come another check. But you know what? I don't even do it that way because you don't have to. They have so many ways of like sending you stuff and making you think you have to do certain things. That is that's yeah. so yep. backwards. You know, the whole system is ridiculous. First of all, like I got a letter from it's the IRS one time. I might have told you this, where they said I owed them sixty thousand dollars. Okay. And I was mm-hmm. like, of course I'm shitting in my fucking pants. I'm like, $60,000, whatever. Well, it turns out I had, I had traded some stocks that year, and they didn't have any cost basis down for the stuff, right? So they thought, like, every stock that I sold was a profit of whatever. So say I bought $60,000 worth of stock right. and sold $60,000 worth of stock. All of it was profit in their mind. So I get a letter from them, and I get it all worked out finally after, like, a couple months. Right, And I get a letter from them, and instead of saying that I was right or whatever, they said that our previous, your previous tax return will remain unchanged. Right? So, to me, I'm like, so do really? I still owe $60,000, or does is everything good? I mean, doesn't it sound to you like that means I still owe $60,000? Yeah, it does. So I call up the IRS, and I'm like... Look, I just went through all this stuff with you guys, and it I got this letter back, and it says this, and the lady goes, oh, that's a good letter. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I said, I couldn't tell. And she's like, oh, yeah, that's how, that's how the IRS operates. She's like, no one can ever tell what anything means. That's how they like it. This is a lady that worked at the IRS said that to me, that they purposely make it confusing. Gee, you think it needs to be overhauled? Zigzag. Gee, I don't know. I, I all I know is that we got the right guy for the job now. He's going to cut the re- the taxes on the rich and put more taxes on the middle class. So, uh, it sounds like a great start. Hey, I'm gl- I'm glad to pay him. Have you seen this, Rufus? I don't know if you remember a couple years ago. I had an idea for a thing called "Can I deduct this?" Where you would just ask your phone. You put your job information in and whatnot, and it's mostly for people that are self-employed. And you'd say in your phone, can I deduct this? And you like search, say, say for the show, I'm buying a pair of headphones. 
and it tells me, then it immediately come up and say right. how much I could deduct, blah, 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 all that stuff. Guess what? H&R Block now has that. What? Oh, no. Yes. Two years it took him to catch on to our idea. So I'm going to have to go see if someone from H&R Block uh, listened to one of our old shows. I'd have to assume so. You know, you, you know, none, none of those those pointy head fucking uh, number crunching guys at H&R Block listen to this show. But a lot of the guys in like the web dev department probably do. And some guys saw his chance whenever he saw you mention that, and he's like, "Ooh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take this idea to fucking corporate." I wonder if I could sue them for that and be like, "Dude, we don't know that they didn't listen to the show," and make them prove. We'll do the IRS no, on them. We'll make it prove that they. We'll make them prove that they didn't listen to the show. There you go. Maybe it was that guy that I'll called you, in. A, a similar, a similar tax fuck up issue that happened to us um, is really. I guess it's our fault, but it, it does seem fucked up to me. I mean, we should have researched this, I, I suppose, but it does seem a little fucked up to me the way that it's categorized. And that is, whenever we moved out of the country, we still owned a home that we're paying on and we didn't want to sell it because we thought we might come back or whatever. So we decided to rent it out and we rented it out for basically what our mortgage was. We're like, cool, we're breaking even, you know, we, we own the house and the mortgage is being covered. Well, we come back and we're filing taxes. Oh, guess what? Rental income, income, right? Rental income, right? So now we have to pay a shitload of taxes on that, which is fucking retarded. Yeah, the system is fucked. Dude, I just get to the point where, like, every couple years, it's been a couple years since the IRS fucked with me, so I'm guessing that, like, this year, I'll probably get fucked with by the IRS. I think it's just, like, a four-year cycle. Oh. Where they're just like, okay, been they've four been, years, been... let's harass this fucking guy again. You must be in You must be in your cycle. You're oh, in the no. middle of your cycle. They've been planning planning your your fucking torment for a while. Right, and when it happens, I'm telling you, dude, when it happens, it happens for like a couple years straight. It's like they try to fucking break you down. Oh, yeah. I'm to the point where I'm about to not fucking pay taxes and be like, you know what? The president doesn't pay fucking taxes. Why the fuck should I? There's no proof. I think this is this is how we get to the bottom. We should sell this idea to fucking Bernie Sanders. Remember we talked about this before about you get to decide where your fucking tax money goes, and we'll see how many people want their tax money to go to fucking Afghanistan. And if all the fucking Republicans and Trump supporters want to fucking do that, well then they can send their money over there. Or if they want to build a wall, then they send their fucking money to build Mm -hmm. the wall. Don't use my fucking money to build the wall. I don't give a fuck about the wall. No, I think that makes a lot of sense. Makes a hell of a lot of sense. I think you'd find out what people's priorities were then, and and I think people would probably be more apt to be honest in on their taxes in general. That's how I'm going to spin it. I think so too. No, I I think you're right. If you know, okay, my taxes are going to go to where I want them to go, then you're putting money into things that you like. That's like uh, almost it's like, like charity, re- it's like investing. You know? I mean, the reason people. Right. The reason people hate paying taxes is because the money's just taken and then fucked with. But if you're like, no, I want it to go here and go here, 
I would gladly do that and not feel bad at all about paying taxes if I got to choose exactly where my dollars went. And I got proof of it. Right. And I got proof. Right. Well, I mean, don't where I don't want to go, and I don't want to go into the... the uh, I saw this show the other night on uh, on prisons and the, the Corrections Corporation mm-hmm. of America. Are you familiar with this fucking company? Yeah, you sent me that link. It was uh, Adam Ruins Everything, right? Was it? Yeah. yeah. I think you're right. It was. But, I mean, that shit is so disturbing where they are... They have this lady on there who was supposed to be in jail for three weeks, right? And she was in one of these private jails. She was on some stupid fucking traffic ticket that she didn't pay. She was going to do three weeks. And they kept, like, giving her, like, citations or, like, write-ups where she ended up spending, like, fucking eight and a half months in jail. And at some point, they had this other guy who spent, like, three and a half years in jail, and he didn't even really know why. But he had no way to fucking get out. They were like, yeah, any day now, any day now, any day now. And he was there for three and a half fucking years. That's insane. I mean, if you're on the inside, what do you do? I mean, what can you do? You can't do anything because you know the guy, the foot soldiers who just work in the prison... They just, they don't know your fucking story. Right. They just think you're some fucking criminal who's like, well, he's full of shit. He says he's innocent, but if they all do, whatever. I could see fucking Trump being so nutty, dude, that he's, how long do you think before Trump starts putting fucking reporters in prison? Just goes fucking total Russia on us. Uh, He's already going pretty russia he really is how do people not uh, notice that we spent our whole fucking childhoods hearing how awful russia is and he's like fucking i think that the trump is letting putin drag his fucking apple sack across his fucking forehead (laughs) dude i just listened to the latest episode of sam harris's podcast and what what surprised me when i i saw the the uh the description i was like really he had a conservative guy on there, but this is one of the few conservative guys who's been against Trump from the fucking beginning, and he details exactly all this shit that Trump is doing with or for Putin and Russia, and he's like, this shit is fucking disgusting and ridiculous, and the fact that it's just out there and people don't give a shit is insane, and it it's... He's like, he said, if Putin gave the president a checklist of things to do to help Russia. That's exactly what's happening, and in that order. It's shocking. It it is shocking. You know, here's the crazy part, dude. I wouldn't even get... I wouldn't let fucking Donald Trump drive me to the liquor store in a car. That's how little I trust this guy to basically be able to do anything. And here a bunch of people have voted for him to fucking run our country... I'm saying if you don't feel like you can fucking yeah. be safe with this guy to drive you to the fucking quickie mart, then he's not really capable of being president. No. Hopefully it won't let. It surely can't last <laughs> beyond four years. Right? Dude, I but. I like to think every day. That's the only reason I can go on right now is that every day I'm going to find out there has to be a reason he could be impeached. I mean, some people have already, like, put in for his impeachment. 
But, I mean, those people obviously will come up missing <sighs> at least a digit or two. Yeah, and that that's an uphill battle. I mean, there's, you know, that's a, a serious thing. You got to be able to prove certain fucking things, and uh, I don't know. <laughs> it's so fucking crazy, dude. But it's so obvious, though, isn't it? I mean, it's obvious to me. It's obvious to you. It's obvious to like seventy percent of America. But it's like, it's like a dictatorship. You get this guy in, and you can't get him out. It's like signing up for a fucking cable with a two-year agreement. You know what I mean? Seemed like a good idea, and then you get into yeah. that second year, and you're just like, whoa, wait a minute, man. I'm getting really fucked here. I think. I think. I think the deal is. Is that a lot of people like Trump because of things that are good, but are not in the right hands? Like I get, I get the fact that you like that he shoots from the hip and he shakes things up. The problem is that the motherfucker's a fucking drunk bull in a china shop. He's not like bucking the system in strategic ways. He's right. a fucking idiot who doesn't right. know what he's doing, and he's just kind of stumbling through a, a, a hallway full of politicians with, you know, swinging his fists with his eyes closed. I mean, he's not... There's no intelligence behind it. I mean, you but like I his style, people, like shooting from the hip or whatever. Okay, buy right. a trench coat like his and start wearing your, wearing your hair like a jackass. Don't vote him for him for president. <laughs> you know what I mean? Wear right, your tie and obnoxious knot. People... Peep. But a lot of people don't have that foresight. They don't. They see only that, only the surface stuff. Like, oh wow, this this guy's really shaking things up. Well, that's cool. There's a way to shake things up that and won't destroy things. the fucking world. You know? Yeah, I mean, it's it, one it, thing for it, to yeah, say that he tells it like it is, but then the problem is he tells it like it, it is in his own reality, which is not really what most people are fucking experiencing right now. I don't think. You're right. He tells it like it isn't. But <laughs> right? he tells it like the way people who like him want it to be. It's like even though it will never be that way and, and when he tries to make it that way, it will just destroy everything. They're just like, "Yeah, it's his his honesty is so refreshing until you realize that he's fucking an idiot." You know, and you're like, "Wow, yeah, yeah he's honest, but he's also really fucking stupid." Dude, he would be, I, I gotta say, he would be a, a kick-ass cool uncle to have because he would just be fun and loudmouth and bodacious like your parents aren't. But when you grew up and your parents died and you had to live with him, you'd be like, oh, fuck. Now what? See, I, mean, I don't he's... even see him as that cool uncle. I see him as, like, he's like the Ann Burrell of uncles. You know what I mean? <laughs> He, like, has stupid hair and, like, talks down to you like you're some kind of fucking idiot. <laughs> oh, oh, wait, hang on. I've got to shut that down. That's how I think of it. I don't think I could spend any time with the Donald. Trump is the Ann Burrell of uncles. He has stupid hair and talks down to you like you're an idiot. Dude, that's that's the line of the night. I you know what? That's uh, that's me doing a Trump. Trump. That's me telling it like it is. 
Why didn't people vote for me? <laughs> That's right. I can shoot from the hip. He likes to shoot from the hip. Problem is now he's basically going to shoot from the hip with a squadron of M16s or something. Or some crazy airplane that he's going to buy uh, now. Here's what's pissing me off, dude. His trips to Florida. You know, that's bullshit, dude. That's the idea that he can go to that Mar-a-Lago, whatever, and fucking charge everything to the United States people while he owns the fucking club. Is That yeah. totally fucking annoys me. And it's total bullshit. That yeah. has got well, to and get the fact you impeached. That he should be doing other shit. It's that he's not even trying to hide it. No, he's not. Dude, you've got to listen to this episode of that podcast, dude. It'll blow your mind the shit that these guys talk about. It's it's Trump is fucking large, and they go out of their way. They said, "Look," when they went into it, they said, "Look, we know that people like Trump." Let's not make a point to just be this Trump bashing thing. Let's let's try to. Uh, we'll start off just saying the good points about Trump. Which and was? they said some generic things, and then they went into the fucking details, and it's all it's all fucking horrendous. I mean, luckily they make it entertaining, but it is this dude is a, a nightmare. Well, what's he's, crazy? He's either a nightmare waiting to happen, or or a nightmare that we I hope will. Get like impeached soon, or die maybe. <laughs> right. I mean, you know, surely Melania wants to fucking seven, kill him. Come on, or little Baron. Good people die in their fifties. He's seventy years old. Why? Why? Why is he still alive? <laughs> right. Yeah. Why does he live so long? Oh, I know, because he has no heart. <laughs> <laughs> he days. I think that he will be remembered as the vapid president. Let's make a prediction. Four years, Trump's out of office. They rate him as the number what president? Now, they just, they just rated Obama the 12th greatest president. Where do you think Trump falls in this category? This is a four-year prediction. Dude, I think it'll be like... A- you're talking about like awkward moments before. He will be like an awkward moment in the history of you know the United States. It'll be like that sort of you kind of shrug your shoulders and be like, yeah, well, we <laughs> we were up. drinking a lot then. You know, I I don't. Yeah, exactly. It'll be we'll have to go around to the world doing one of those twelve step apologies to like, yeah, we're sorry about <laughs> when Donald was president. We. We shouldn't. We said a lot of things we didn't mean. We did a lot of things we shouldn't have done. Just want to apologize. <laughs> shit, we should. That's gonna be a long trip. There's a lot of shit pre-Trump we should do that for. <laughs> that's true. Well, you know what? It doesn't give you. You can't do this as the president, dude. Did you see him go on? This is how much he wants to blow fucking Putin. He goes on a fucking talk show. They start talking about how much he wants to blow Putin. And he goes ahead and says, you think America's so fucking great? We're dirty, too. And, like, all this shit, like, comparing America to what goes on yeah. in fucking Russia. I mean, that's that guy's demented. Yeah. He's not demented. Well, he is demented, but there's obviously some sort of financial tie 
Oh, yeah. Whether he owes money to them or he makes money from them, there's something there that is... He owes them $500 million. That is the truth. That's the truth. He owes the Russian government $500 million. That is not fake news. See, that's the problem. He just discredits the real news by calling it fake news. Can't even say faux news. I mean, it has a better ring to it. Imitation news? What's wrong with imitation news? Faux news sounds fancy. (laughs) Right. That's what the French are calling it. Faux news. (laughs) It's a faux news. The Velveeta of news? <laughs> the American cheese of news. <laughs> right? You know what? Is there really an American cheese? Or is American cheese just fucking cheddar cheese? No, no, no. American cheese is that processed shit. That's Velveeta. It's the right? same That's, thing. That, cheddar cheese is cheddar that cheese. That tells us we are poorly represented around the world as far as our the name of our cheese. People are like, this is what a fucking oh, yeah. America comes down to. Look, it's just fucking processed cheese food. Yeah, 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 yeah that's right. Cheese is That is what the whole world thinks of America. Cheese. Every country should be measured by its cheese, its quality of cheese. This is true. I got to say, I made an omelet this morning with some extra sharp cheddar from Sargento. Right. And it was almost too sharp. I mean, it was pretty fucking tangy, dude. Did it cut you? It was so sharp? No. No, not like physically sharp. I mean, it was the... (laughs) Dude, I I know what sharp means. It was sharp on your palate. Oh, I thought... Don't talk to me like you're you're Ann Burrell, you jackass. Cool your jets. (laughs) I was just kidding. I was just going to call you Ann Burrell. <laughs> sharp cheddar, yes. I, You know what? That's my preferred cheese. I can tell you that right now. I like sharp cheddar. Me too. But this is, this was, it was labeled extra sharp. Right? I'm like, familiar yeah, with okay, the extra sharp. Dude. Fucking tangy, man. Had a bite. <laughs> Had some bite to it. The cheese that bit back. Well, I don't want to scare you, but uh, where I live now, there's a place called Dutch Case Cheese, and they sold a whole bunch of stuff yeah. to Sargento, and some of the cheese was infected with listeria. So if you start frothing at the mouth later tonight, just know why. Don't bother going to the hospital. You'll be fine. I think you mentioned that on a, a past podcast, and you survived. So, so you're good. Okay. You're good. Where did you know what? What's crazy is the shit that they put on the cheeses. Have you seen that? Have you ever read the cellulose part of the cheese package? No. Like, why? Like, because if you buy shredded cheese, right, in one of those packages, it comes with cellulose. To keep it from clumping together. It says right so on the package. So one time I looked up what cellulose was. Just because I'm like, what the hell is it? Oh, to- no. Yeah, cellulose is fucking wood powder, basically. It's like powdered fucking wood. Really? Yeah. It's not the worst thing. I, I thought you were going to say it was like ground up horse hooves or 
currently. No, that's Jello. That's why I don't eat Jello. Isn't Jello ground up horse hooves though, or wasn't it at one time before they figured out uh, how to make fake ground up horse hooves and call it Jello? I, I, I. I think so. I think now they grow horse hooves on pigs. <laughs> right, on pigs' backs. That's right. <laughs> the good way. The good way to raise horse hooves. The the humane way. The natural way. See that poor... Uh, that, that bull escaped in the Bronx or somewhere today, and of course they killed it, but uh, it escaped from a slaughterhouse... And I was like, I just wanted that bull to fucking take out some fucking people before it went down. How you know how rewarding must it be for a bull to be in that bull run in uh, Spain? I mean, I know everybody says that it's cruel for the bulls, but for a bull to fucking take out a person, that's got to be a pretty fucking good feeling. It has to be a good feeling. What what happens to those bulls at the end of the bull run, though? I have no idea. I'm sure they have a nice cookout afterwards because the evil bull. I saw one where they like made it like the bull was like evil for goring some lady in the stomach during the fucking thing. And I'm like, what the fuck? It's the bull is just doing what a fucking bull knows how to do. You can't blame a bull because some lady is fucking two steps shy of getting out of the way and gets gored by the fucking bull. You know what I mean? They're like, oh, the bull, that fucking bull. Had well, don't evil intentions. A bull and piss it off. <laughs> right. Right. And they're but they're acting like it's the bull should have fucking known better. Cause the lady, of course, had two kids. It's a fucking horrible story. The lady had two fucking kids who were standing like four feet away from her, and she gets gored by this bull, you know, because she was stopping to say hi to her kids during this run. But the bull doesn't know that her two kids are fucking standing there. Or does he? Well, wait. Didn't she know that the bull run was going on? Surely it's in the paper or something. Dude, I think the real story is, and I hate to say this, but she she wasn't involved in the run, but she was crossing the street to, like, get to some people that she knew or something. I mean, if there's a parade here for a high school game, the entire street's blocked off. <laughs> right. There's fucking flags. There's banners. It's in the newspaper two weeks before and the week before that. And she doesn't hear the commotion of bulls chasing people down before she walks across the street. I'm sure she probably thought that they would just stop and let her pass because she's a pedestrian. <laughs> She should have held up her hand in a stop, you know. Please wait, exactly. wait for me across the street, please. Bulls. That's like one of those guys that gets out on the road. Have you ever like been in a place where the stoplight is out or there's a car wreck or something, and one dude decides that he's going to play cop and get out and start fucking directing traffic? I feel no obligation to fucking no. to, to do what this guy is fucking telling me to do. You know what I mean? I've never seen that where just some random citizen does that. No. You have and, never and that seen would that? Actually, irritate me. I've never seen that, and I would hate that guy instantly. I'd be like, You're the guy who always was the teacher's pet. You're just trying really hard to be the good guy and help everybody. No. Well, then I'm, it's I'm like four weeks later, 
You read about the guy in the paper, and he's been impersonating a fucking cop for a year and a half. <laughs> he's raped like 14 people. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, I can't believe you've never run across that. That's a, but for some reason, the guy thinks that you're obligated to like do what he says, and it almost makes me like just want to like put my turn signal on and turn the other way and just blow the dude's mind and see if he goes ballistic on me. Could happen. I can't believe you've never seen that. I can't believe you've never been the guy at the intersection trying seen. to direct the traffic. No. <laughs> yeah, I've, never, would, I've never seen a civilian try to do anything like that. It would irritate me. Well, here's the deal, dude. A couple, like about a month ago, I was driving and the cops are, I've come to find out, like executing some kind of warrant on, like, just so happened to be at the same part of town. Like, there was a pretty busy street, but they don't, they, like, have the road, like, blocked off, but nowhere for you to go, right? So the cop is standing there talking to some guy in a truck, okay? And so I'm like, okay, I guess I'm going to turn here, you know, I'm kind of dead end into this fucking thing. So I start to turn, and the fucking cop, like, runs over and starts pounding on the hood of my fucking car. Right? Fuck that cop. Yeah, so he's, like, giving me a dirty look and, like, pointing at me, and I roll my window, I'm like, hey, man, you're not telling anybody what to do. There's a whole fucking line behind me. You're talking to this guy in this truck. What the fuck am I supposed to do? And he beat me. He beat me for a long time, and I thought long and hard about what I said, Rufus, and it was wrong. I should have never talked back to that cop. Is that right, really? Dude, that... The way he told that completely reminds me of uh, an audiobook I listened to by Norm MacDonald recently. Very good stuff. Well, thank you. But no, that's a true story. The guy did, he did, they weren't telling you what to do. They weren't directing traffic, but, you know, what are you supposed to do? So I tried to just do the fucking com- or the common sense thing, and the guy pounded on my fucking hood. Yeah. And I know it was just to show off for his fucking boyfriend right there, the fucking asshole. Bet he got his dick sucked. I bet he dragged his nuts across somebody's forehead a couple minutes later. <laughs> did he? Did he make a dent in your hood? <laughs> no, no, he wasn't a man. He was just a guy with a gun. Ooh, that's a good line. You know what? That is a good line. I don't know what for, but uh, that's like a that'd be a good Jesse James type thing. Fuck yeah. I'm going to say that. I'm going to say that about Ted Nugent. That's how I consider Ted Nugent. He's not a man. He's just a guy with a gun. Wow. Look at you, man. Well, you know how Ted is. Oh, I do not agree. I Look, I can listen to Ted, and Ted is part of our show at the beginning because before Ted was a total fucking right wing nut, he, uh, he was a a normal dude i like to think i could be wrong about that yeah i don't think it was ever normal but he was at least a rocker you know there's something to be said about that right i think you're right i think he at one point was using the left part of his brain but at some point he decided just become like a right brain person i guess i'm not sure what's wrong with terrible ted atrophied terrible ted i will offer you a spot on this show for next week 
Call us up, 646-478-0616. If you're, if you're Ted Nugent's uh, agent and you're listening to the show, we're prepared to give Ted 1,000 pennies to be part of the show next week. <laughs> and Rufus Gladly. will put 50% down. We'll do a, a Kickstarter campaign to raise a thousand pennies. Did you read this thing about this guy who fucking delivered four thousand dollars worth of fucking pennies to the bank to pay some yes. kind of fucking fine? I read the headline. Fuck you, dude. You know what? I read the, headline, it's, yeah. the guy who fucking sent you the piece of paper for that fine did not fucking have to sit there and count all those fucking pennies. You know what I mean? Right. You know, it's not the lady behind the counter's fault that you got some big bill for something. So why make her fucking do that? That's such bullshit. What an, that's an asshole move. People are like, yeah, that takes fucking guts. No, that's a fucking puss maneuver right there. Well, that's the culture these days, man. Make a statement so that you get featured on social media. <laughs> you know what? You're stuff. so right. I see all these people on like TV that are, I guess, semi-famous or something that have... No fucking substance at all, but they're just like, yeah, I just put myself out there. You know? Yep. I stapled my nuts to my leg, and next thing I knew, I was flying in a Learjet. <laughs> yep. I mean, hey, real, I, I wish I was dude. joking. My bladder, my bladder is rupturing. I'm like I'm springing leaks, leaks here. I got to go. All right. Well, you going to be in town this weekend? Or are you going to be jet-setting around looking for a new place to call your home? Well, I wish I was jet-setting, but uh, honestly, I don't know. Now that you ask, I don't know. I, I had planned on being here. All right. I don't know. I'll, I'll keep you posted. Well, I promise to have more energy for Friday's show, and uh, until then, I will talk to you, Rufus. Ow, ow, ow! Right on. Ow, ow, ow! We're going to end this one with Monkey Warhol's Lovely Lady. What do you think? There's one we haven't heard in a while. Check it out. Dude, this is Monkey he, Warhol, Lovely Lady. He, we'll catch you guys Friday. Uh, tentatively. Talk to you then. Adios. See ya.
Thanks for listening to Hypersoft Happy Hour with Zigzag and Rufus.